Welcome to We Are So You Can, the podcast celebrating the power of community and our professional journeys. Hi, I'm Kat Rogers, your host. And in each episode, we're going to explore stories from diverse individuals who found success, fulfillment, and community. Come along with us as we uncover the challenges, triumphs, and the secret ingredients that propel these entrepreneurs, working parents, creatives, and innovators forward. Get ready for We Are So You Can. Welcome to the final episode of season one for We Are So You Can. This is going to be my postmortem. This is going to be my wrap up for how I think how I think things went well, how I think I can improve things that were kind of uh, awkward maybe or didn't work so well for me and things that I thought worked really well. So let's just dive in and we'll see uh, we'll see if you think that I was on or if I was way off. Just let me know in the comments on wherever you are listening. So uh, this is my first venture into podcasting. Okay, this is uh, this year is the first time I started my own podcast. I started being a guest on other people's podcasts and I really pushed myself in that direction. And for me, it's been very uncomfortable. I prefer, you know, when I was in film, I was always behind the camera. I prefer being behind the camera. I prefer my voice not being recorded. I prefer my image not being recorded. I prefer being offset and being like the silent hand in things. So I definitely pushed my boundaries in that to get past it, to get over the awkward. No, I'm probably still going to be in that awkward phase for a while, but to get through the initial parts of the awkward phase and just go for it, right? So I wanted to, I want to be a positive voice out there amongst all the negative. I want to show people how they can find community, how they can find each other, how they can do hard things. And I hope that part of of my goal, of the mission of this whole endeavor got through with everything. I feel like it did, Um, but I'm only gonna know that based on how well it resonated with the viewers. So hopefully that part got through and hopefully we can find new adventures in season two and continue to find great guest speakers and continue to find find and build and grow community. Cause I feel like that is such an important part in life and I feel like that is getting cast aside and neglected. So any hoots, that, I'll get off my soapbox for a hot sec. Um, so that is that image or that section of it. I really enjoyed my guests. Um, It was a challenge to find them. Uh, It was definitely, I went to a lot of different places. I joined a lot of different groups. I put a lot of posts out there to try and find people. And I really, really made it my mission to find as many voices that were different from my own as I could, because I really feel like that's how you find community. Like that's the thing for me, that is what makes America great. It's the fact that the community and the people are so diverse and so many different ways can be found to do things. And I really wanted to make sure that I showed that, you know, that that I showed there's more than one way to do something. There's more than one way to start a business, to realize you need to start a business, to, to find your next level, whatever that is. Everyone had different stories, but there were a lot of common themes in them too. So. That's what I loved, you know, is they didn't all look like me. They didn't all come from my same background. They weren't all ex-Hollywoodites, productionites. You know, they weren't all um, parents. 
you know, a lot of them were, but they weren't all. And they all had similar journeys. They all had the self-doubt. They all had the, the pity party moments. And they all realized they had to push through somehow. And that story came across for every single guest. And every guest I got to talk for, I mean, we talked for more than an hour because I had multiple conversations with all of them. And it was hard editing down. Um, oof, what are some of the issues I had with editing? I realized there were a lot of pauses, likes, and ums that I was like, okay, I've got to work on correcting those for myself. I've got to give my guests a heads up because it's really challenging to edit out um, 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 um all the time. And I'm like, okay, okay, I got to work on that. I got to make sure that people are aware that people say um to fill that pause and it's okay to have a pause. I can edit a pause much cleaner than I can edit ums out all the time. So that's definitely something I learned. And I realize my own guilt in doing that. So I'm trying to be very conscious of what I say. And when I don't know what to say, I am trying to just shut up. So we'll see how well that goes. Uh, oh, see, yep, there, I just did it. And there we go. I failed in my first attempt, but I'm gonna work on it. I'll try, I will do my best. So I realized that, that makes editing really hard. I realize I am grateful that I had familiarity with editing software and with sound in college. I loved sound design. I worked in theater mostly, mostly, but I loved sound design. So I had a lot of familiarity with uh, some of the tools, with concepts, and it wasn't super hard for me to kind of refresh all those skills. I had to refresh those skills. It's been a while, but uh, it wasn't as daunting as it could have been. So I was grateful for that. It won't be perfect because like I said, it's been a long time since I've had to do editing. I was on the production side, not on the post and editorial side when I worked in film. So um, my skills go back to college. So they're a little on the rusty, but hopefully it wasn't horrible. Hopefully I made sure that the sound was, was good for your ears. And when the videos release on YouTube, hopefully they won't be too uh, jarring or horrible or uh, any other negative word you wanna throw in there. So that was a challenge. It took a lot more time for me to edit it, but it was also nice that I at least had some of the skill set there. Find, I already talked about finding the guests. That was a challenge, but honestly, just asking in a lot of different places led to connecting to people and, and to finding what I was looking for. I did hope to have 10 guests and I ended up with only nine. I wanted to do 10 in a postmortem. And oh, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with the concept of a postmortem, we did it a lot in film. So once a film released, once the, the post-production was done, that's the editing and the sound and the music and all that jazz. Uh, the people that worked on the film uh, when I was at 20th Century Fox, what's up? Billing 58 and Billing 59. Um, when we would wrap, there was always a postmortem on the film to find out what things went well. Uh, most of the focus was on post, but some of it would be on what happened in production. That was my area. And it was really interesting to hear what went wrong, what went well, what was amazing, what was uh, horrifying, if there was anything that bad. I don't recall anything horrifying, but I do remember a couple of amazing moments. But anyway, that's all postmortem is. It's just a re, it's a review of, of how that project went or that process went and to see what you could learn from it and how you can grow and be better on the next one. So that's all this is. Guess, editing, releasing. I fully admit that I was not the best at advertising and putting all the things out there. I tried to do things on Instagram, but during this particular season, 
was the end of my very busy season as a financial advisor. And then my family moved across the country and then I had to set my kids up in a new school. So trying to get things done and released, this postmortem is two weeks late from when I should have done it. And it's because I was working on my office. I have a new office, I have a new recording space, but I was trying to get things done and I realized I'm human and I am very limited in what I can do and what I can handle before I start breaking and I didn't wanna break. So there were some things I had to give and uh, my postmortem for the podcast was one of those. But I'm hopeful for season two since there shouldn't be any more big moves. There should be no summer vacations. There should be no changing of schools and, and all of the chaos that comes with that. That should all be done. So it should be routine at that point and I can get season two launched and I am looking forward to that. I will be starting my hunt for all of my season two guests really soon so that we can release that either December or January. I'm not a 100% sure when that will go out, but I would love to do it December and I would love to start December and then go to the new year, but we'll see. If the stars align, December will happen, maybe even a little earlier if, if uh, I'm really awesome, but I'm gonna try to not kill myself and do this at the same time, if that's cool with you. Uh, what do I think didn't go really well? Well, the kind of with the move and everything I had going on in my personal life, hitting the deadlines I was trying to didn't happen. So that's definitely a problem. And finding that tenth guest, I had an idea. I, you know, the the I had the the tenth guest, but we couldn't work things out with timing between my move and her own events, so we couldn't make that happen in time. And I just didn't have the time to keep hunting for a tenth guest. So I wasn't able to kind of deliver on my own expectations. So that's definitely not meeting where I thought I was gonna go. But I did get nine done with guests and then this one. So I have 10 all in for season one. So not horrible, but not what I was aiming for. Um, so I admit that's not, that's not perfect. What do I think went really well? I loved some of those conversations I had and I never, I never would have met any of my guests. I never would have had any of those conversations had I not decided I'm just gonna do it. Even though when I made that decision, I knew I was gonna have a crazy busy summer. I knew that was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna be hard. I knew I was entering because I made that decision in January of this year. And February, March, and April, and the first bit of May are a really busy season for me as a financial advisor. And I knew that was gonna be chaos. And that is the same time I was looking for guests and editing a podcast and putting together uh, you know, investments and last minute investments and all of that fun stuff just before tax deadlines. And then I was in LA and there was a whole state of emergency with weather. So it was all sorts of nuts. And I'm like, hey, it's chaos. So let's add to the chaos. Let's just make things harder because why not? If any of you know me, then you will know that has happened. That is a common theme throughout my life. I apparently have this desire when things get really hard, tough, crazy, that that's the time I should add to it. I don't know why I have that. No, I do know why I have that desire. I am still recovering from being a perfectionist and I feel like I should be able to do all things at any time, no matter what else is going on. And so sometimes I just don't think, I guess, I'm not using my brain in a way that is logical despite the fact I'm really good at a lot of logic and strategy, but uh, whatever. That's my mental weakness, I guess. 
So that was not my smartest decision, but I am proud of myself for following through, for finding the guests, for recording, for editing, for mixing, for, you know, putting all of that together and releasing almost all of it on time, on the schedule I have. I wanna be every other week for when the seasons are out. I'm gonna try and keep the seasons to probably 10 episodes because I feel like that's manageable now. And that's something that I can do, you know, mostly by myself without completely killing me. So I feel like that's a really good thing and I'm proud of myself for having done it. And I loved, I loved the guests. They were fabulous. And some of them, you know, were in the LA area. Some of them, I am now on the East Coast. Some of them are in the East Coast area. So I, I'm looking forward to finding ways to catch up with them and, and touch base with all my wonderful guests and, and continue those conversations and see how I can help them out if that um, ever is something that I can do for them. Because I feel like they help me a lot by being willing to come onto my podcast, being willing to deal with first timer um, and going through all of those steps and, and, and you know, sharing what they did share. It can be really challenging for people to talk about things that were difficult for them. And sometimes finding community is really challenging. You know, I'm really good at finding my business community because I have to do that first and foremost and right away. And it's really hard to find my personal community, to find the people that I can be friends with, the people that I can call when I have a crisis. And you know, uh, Monica Henderson had this great idea of, well, why don't you mix them? They don't have to be complete. It's not oil and water, right? You, you can find your community, your tribe, your group, your sisters, your, I don't know, whatever you else you want to call it, you can find your people that can do both, you know, and that understand my world as a parent, my world as an entrepreneur, my world as a podcaster, and my world as just a human being and a woman and a need for friends and laughter. So you can find all of that. And I think I'm going to take her advice. I think now that I've moved again, um, and I'm working on finding all those connections and community again, I'm gonna see if I can't simplify that process a bit. But I, I thought it was really cool, the advice that every guest gave on how they found community, whether it was reviving old contacts or merging business and personal, or you know, really leaning into church or temple or whatever, uh, group that you affiliate yourself with. So leaning into that community or pulling on with your mentors and sponsors and helping pull that community or making, you know, finding the coaches that can help you through a transition. All of those were great ideas and I really want to remember them and to use them going forward since I know where we finally moved. We bought a house, so I'm actually gonna be stable for the first time in a very, very long time. So I can incorporate all those things and make that happen. So I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to re-listening to the podcast and, and all those words of wisdom when I release the video of all of those podcasts out onto YouTube. So that will be my next project while I'm prepping season two. And oof, if I could do something differently, what would I do? I would love to have somebody else do the editing and all that jazz because it takes a long time, 
but I'm not there yet. It doesn't make sense to have somebody do that yet, but I would love to get to a point where I can record it and then I can pass it on to the tech team. You know, when I worked in film, I, I worked in production, so I was a center hub, but I never had to be a transpo captain and be a, a rigger and be the best boy and be the, the costume designer and be all the other positions that you need to make a, a film or, or a show, a TV show. I didn't have to do all of it. I mean, I was aware of what they did. I was aware of what they needed. I was aware of the timelines and all that jazz, but I didn't have to do every position. And my first couple of seasons, I'm gonna assume that I have to do every position. So if I could do something again, I would love to find find a way to, to grow that team. So I will try and keep my eyes and ears open to see if I can't find someone that really understands where I'm trying to go with it. And what's gonna be important to me in the conversations to pass on to the listeners that I think they'll find value with and they'll connect with and find joy with or, or find meaning with or be that inspiration for them to find community, right? I want those key bits to be what passes out. And if multiple speakers have mentioned the same thing, maybe not have every single interview share that same detail. You know, if it's been out once, uh, it can come out again later on, but maybe not every single interview. Um, so finding that team to help me do the editing and the post work is my goal going forward, but I don't know how quickly I can do that because that's definitely going to be some work. What was my favorite thing about this season? My favorite thing about season one are the conversations I got to have. I had multiple conversations with each guest to get to know them, to see if we vibe, to see if, if what I wanted to share was something they were willing to share or able to share. And I loved that because I got to connect with people. And that's something that I feel I want more of. I wanna have those connections and I really enjoyed that part. And some of the conversations went all over the place and with people that I would assume, you know, like, Rocket engineer, uh, you know how I, I mean, that's not my world, but it was a cool relation because I had a family member that worked on rocket ships. So I was like, oh, I can kind of relate. You know, I've heard rocket dine before. You know, I've heard of a lot of the things you're talking about just because I have a family member that's that was involved and that was an engineer. So it's like I kind of get what you're saying. And it was a, it was a cool, fun conversation, you know. And, and, you know, I got some great tips and I loved, I just, I loved the conversations. I enjoyed so much getting to meet them and getting to know them and connecting with them. And I hope you did too. Please, I'm gonna wrap this up now. So if you enjoyed season one, if you, if you were inspired by anything, please comment on, on those episodes, on wherever you listen to your podcasts. I hope I'll be able to find them and go through and read them. And I look forward to bringing you season two of We Are So You Can. Look forward to that coming out toward the end of this year. Take care. Mwah. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already, go subscribe and leave us a review. We look forward to being with you again next time on We Are So You Can. But until then, stay brave, stay curious, and keep connecting.